वेलकम एवरी वन टू दिस लाइव पॉडकास्ट ऑन ट्विच वेर यू कैन फाइंड दी न्यूज फ्रॉम द रिसर्च इंडस्ट्री डेट हाउ आर रिसर्चर्स कीप ऑन रिसर्चिंग ऑन वेरियस टॉपिक्स एंड डोमेन्स टू कीप आवर लाइफ स्टाइल बेटर ऑफकोर्स एंड दिस आर्टिकल्स पोस्टेड ऑन अवर वेबसाइट नेम्ड पोस्ट साइंटिस्ट डॉट कॉम सो इफ यू आर विलिंग टू चेक इट आउट प्लीज चेक इट आउट अदरवाइज listening to this podcast will be enough for you guys as it's acts like an archive on the daily basis providing you the information from the research industry so the, without wasting any further time let's get started with the first topic of the day researcher examine rates of skin condition among urban living indigenous children okay it's going to be an archaeological topic so let's see what's we find in it a systematic analysis in pediatric dermatology that included all relevant studies published since 1990 indicates that many urban living indigenous children and young people cyp in high income countries are burdened with atop atopic dermatitis or enzymes and bacterial skin infections including skin sores investigator note that these condition are intertwined in that poorly managed atopic dermatitis predisposes to recurrent bacterial skin infections and secondary infection of atopic dermatitis contributes to more severe disease both condition adversely impact general health school performance and overall quality of life untreated bacterial skin infections can also lead to serious complication such as sepsis kidney disease and rheumatic heart disease in this recent analysis current and severe symptoms of atopic dermatitis were more common in urban living indigenous cyp compared with their non indigenous peers the children having a higher prevalence than adolescents urban living indigenous cyp ha- also had a higher indi- incidence of bacterial skin infections compared with their non indigenous peers this research highlighted atopic dermatitis and bacterial skin infection to be health inequities faced by indigenous cyp in high income countries reflecting the shared history of displacement and devastation secondary to colonization said corresponding author benalte rich Rica, uh, Ricky Cardo MBBS DS uh, DCH uh, FADS FACD of the University of Western Australia and the Telethon Kids Institute there is a need for co-designed research with indigenous community to better understand the impact of atopic dermatitis and bacterial skin infections on urban living indigenous CYP and to help identify community wide strategies for the prevention and treatment of these conditions so i mean it's a study uh, given by our researcher on the skin condition among urban living indigenous children uh, in the united states so yep moving on towards next topic Uh, it's a news so let's see nissan hikes forecast on week end despite falling unit sales okay nissan on wednesday upgraded its full year profit forecast as the depreciating yen helps inflate inflate its overseas profits despite ongoing challenges including covid shutdowns and the global chip shortage the company now expects an annual net profit of 155 billion yen 1.6 uh, billion up 
5 billion yen from an earlier target for the year to March 2023. It also hiked annual sales, sales revenues but said it now expects to sell 3.7 million units in the business year, down from a previous forecast of 4 million and lower than its unit sales in the previous physical year. Fiscal year. In a statement, the firm cited a severe business environment in the first half of the fiscal year with raw material prices rising sharply and sales volume falling below the previous year's levels due to semiconductor supply shortage and the impact of COVID-related lockdowns in Shanghai. Our strong first half performance reflects our steadily improving profit structure and strong business foundations, as well as the exchange rate impact of the historically weak yen, said Nissan CEO Makota Yoshida in a statement. He said the business environment would remain challenging the second half of the year with the ongoing semiconductor shortage and higher raw material prices. Nissan also reported a one-time loss in the period of approximately 100 billion yen in connection with the withdrawal from the Russian market. The results came come with all eyes on negotiation between Nissan and Alliance partner Renault on a possible rebalancing of their sometimes fraction relationship. The French automaker, which on Tuesday confirmed it will create a new electric car unit, appeared, is believed to be discussing a sizable reduction of its stake in Nissan. Open and constructive. Nissan said in a statement last month that trustful discussions were underway with Renault as part of an effort to reinforce the cooperation and the future of their decades-long alliance. The partnership is widely credited for Nissan's transformation from a money-losing carmaker in the late 1990s into one of the world's biggest industry giants. Nissan officials reportedly want to rectify what they seen as the uneven terms of their alliance, where Renault controls around 43% of Nissan, but the Japanese automaker retains just a 15% share in its partner. Yoshida described open and constructive discussion but declined to offer any details. Yesterday, the Renault Group made an announcement about the new firm. We are looking into how this firm would benefit Nissan and how we should participate in it," he said. Based on the discussion going forward, we will consider an investment in this new firm. A source close to Nissan said discussion on the alliance would take several more weeks. Given how complex the subject is, they need several more weeks to clarify things, but it's advancing," he told AFP. The radio silence on Nissan's participation in Ampere or any reduction of Renault's stake in the Japanese automaker suggests that negotiations are not proceeding very well and slowly, said auto analyst Tatsuo Yoshida of Bloomberg Intelligence. Expert effort on how any rebalancing would affect the alliance with Yoshida arguing a reduction of Renault's shake would give Nissan more freedom. But Koi Takahashi, an analyst at UBS Securities, said Renault's ongoing influence could sway negotiation in its favor. The auto alliance, which also groups Mitsubishi Motors, has weathered tensions, particularly after the rest and subsequent flight of former Nissan chief Carlos Gosson. Accused of financial misconduct, he argued he was targeted over attempts to further integrate Nissan and Renault. He jumped bail and fled Japan for Lebanon, where he remains an international fugitive. Okay. So, I mean, it's... Uh, Basically, between the cooperation thing, uh, multi, uh, MNC thing between two multinational companies, so it's most likely a politics into inside <laughs> going on uh, with their investments and everything. So yeah, moving on towards next topic.
हाई स्पीड सिक्वेंशियल डिपोजिशन स्ट्रैटेजी टू फेब्रिकेट फोटो एटिक फोटो एक्टिव लेयर्स फॉर ऑर्गेनिक सेल्स ओके organic photovoltaics solar energy devices based on organic semiconductor have so far achieved very promising result in experimental settings both in terms of efficiency and stability however engineers have not yet devised reliable strategies to fabricate these devices on a large scale at a reasonable cost Researchers at Wuhan University in China have recently identified an approach that could facilitate the rapid fabrication of photoactive layers for organic solar cells without com- compromising the cell efficiency and stability. The proposed strategy in- introduced in a paper published in Nature Energy is based on sequential deposition, a method often used to deposit organic semiconductors and perovskite films on substrates. To realize the commercialization of organic photovoltaics (OPVs), the golden triangle of power, conversion efficiency (PCE), stability, and cost should be considered simultaneously. Jim Min, one of the researchers, carried out the study to Alltech Explore. At present, most researchers are focusing on these three parameters. In the energy industry, however, people are paying more attention to the levelized cost of energy or electricity. Also. LCOE which is more relevant to end customers with production incentives its calculation involves many local techno economic assumption including life cycle analysis module operating temperature and high processing throughput etc to access organic solar cells men and his colleagues wished to each beyond the so called golden triangle of efficiency stability and cost specifically they wanted to focus on the LCOE which measures the average net present cost of electricity generation for a specific generator or energy device over the course of its lifetime the researcher feel that this measure is particularly relevant for the current state of OPV development due to the advancement they could bring in terms of efficiency and stability more specifically the large scale commercial development of OPVs will only be possible once they the throughput and module yield significantly increase which will in turn reduce the overall cost of solar cells for instance increase the throughput from 1.44 to 3 uh, meter square minute uh, per uh, me, uh, per minute reduces the manufacturing cost by 20% as predicted is one of our previous reports min explained This analysis provides a prerequisite for us to find approaches to solve the high throughput issue in the progress of material fabrication and we think high throughput factor is important as the three parameter of the golden triangle in some of the previous papers men and his colleagues showed that opv system that exhibit high efficiency can only be retu- routinely blade coated and slot die coated at linear speed of 0.3 to 1.5 meter per meter uh, per minute unfortunately these reser- these rates are still significantly lower than those attained by silver grid electrode process and interfacial layers printing process the key objective of our study was to identify effective strategies to solve the high throughput issue of photoactive layers men said for our happiness we were also able to identify a viable layer by layer lbl processing technique men and his colleagues were able to create a photoactive layer of opvs with high coating speed using lbl processing strategy the strategy entails the sequential deposition of donor and acceptor layers rather than the mixture of donor and acceptor materials to create a so called bulk heterojunction which is what traditional deposition method are based on in our previous work we found that this lbl method cannot only improve device efficiency and stability but also can overcome the scaling lag of device or module efficiency men said other studies also showed that this lbl approach can improve the exciton diffusion length in devices and overcome the molecular weight 
uh, issue resulting from suitable vertical phase morphology is fabricated by LBL methods. The recent finding gathered by men and his colleague confirmed some of the previous findings by showing that LBL processing methods are robust and less dependent on general film forming condition than method based on the donor acceptor bulk heterojunction. Not only the processing strategy they identify is also applicable to non hello generated solvents and work in condition marked by high humidity. Our work shows that we should not only focus on the golden triangle of power conver conversion, efficiency, PCE, stability, and cost, but also need to pay more attention to the important factors, example, high throughput which also determine the possible application of OPVs, Mene said. In addition, I think our work is a good start in shifting our focus from the Golden Triangle to the LCOE, especially for material scientists and engineers. As part of their recent study, the researchers used the LBL processing technique they identified to create a series of photoactive layers of OPV systems, namely PM6, Y6, PM6, N3, PM6, IR1, Y6, PM1, Y6, and PTQ10, Y6. However, it could also be applied to the fabrication of other non-fullerene uh, photovoltaic systems. Our work represents a step forward the scalable cost-effective manufacturing of organic photovoltaics with both high performance and high throughput. Min added, my future research plan will focus on two goals. One is to find an ideal material system which possesses high efficiency, excellent stability, low cost of material synthesis, and processability of high-speed coating. And the other is to construct a commercially available device architecture. Moving on towards next topic, pre-pandemic conspirational mindset predicted hesitance to accept COVID-19 vaccine. Okay, scholars have found that acceptance of COVID-19 related conspiracy theories is associated with the hesitance hesitance to take a COVID-19 vaccine, but data gathered during the pandemic about belief in COVID-specific conspiracy theories cannot determine whether what is at play are conspiracy beliefs than the hesitant individuals. Individuals held prior to the advent of the pandemic. Now, a new panel st uh, study published in the Open Access Journal Scientific Reports by researchers at the Annenberg Public Policy Center addresses that question. The study showed that people who invented a conspiracy mentality in 2019 prior to the pandemic were subsequently more likely to believe COVID-19 conspiracy theories. Individuals who held conspiracy theories on topics such as the fluoro the addition uh, of the public water system and the perpetrators of the 9-11 attacks were those most likely to report in 2021 believing that, for example, the coronavirus was created by the Chinese as a bioweapon or the Bill Gates was malevolently involved in the design of COVID vaccines. These individuals were also more or likely in January 2021 to report hesitance to be vaccinated against COVID-19 by re-interviewing uh, re individuals before and then during the pandemic. We were we are able to determine the form of belief that predisposed some in the United States to be wary about the COVID vaccine long before the pathogen appeared on our shores said co-author Kathleen Hall Jeminson, director of the Edinburgh Public Policy Center APPC of the University of Pennsylvania. We found that having a conspiracy mindset played an important role. Dan Romer, the lead author and APPC research director, said the finding illustrates the importance of finding way to undercut a conspiracy mindset in general and conspiracy about health-related matters specifically. The panel survey. The researcher re-interviewed a nationally representative panel in 2021 that 
had been created in 2018 to study sources of resistance to vaccination there were 3000 us adults in the panel at baseline and the researchers were able to reinterview 1243 panel members in january 2021 soon after the 2020 presidential election and after the food and drug administration granted emergency use authorization for covid-19 vaccines the panel had been surveyed regarding several possible sources of hesitancy that predated the pandemic such as the lack of interest in the fda and the center for disease control and prevention cdc acceptance of misinformation about the safety and efficiency of other vaccines such as the mmr missiles mumps and rubella vaccines and the tendency to believe in conspiracy theory that challenge the credibility of health authorities and the government when all three of these factors were in- included in a model to predict covid-19 vaccination hesitancy in 2021 trust in health authorities and acceptance of misinformation in 2019 played a less significant role in predicting hesitancy than did the tendency to believe in conspiracy also known as the conspirational mindset although several new forms of of info- misinformation about the vaccine for covid-19 arose in 2022 such as the claim that the covid uh, vaccine changes one's dna those believe were more likely to be accepted by those with a conspirational mindset these individuals were more likely to integrate the new misinformation about covid-19 vaccination with the old misinformation about vaccination in general and about specific vaccines such as the mmr and flu vaccines the conspiracy mindset and the covid vaccine a figured a com- pining this news re- uh, release shows uh, the relation between conspiracy mindset as measured in 2019 and likelihood to receive the covid-19 covid-19 vaccine in 2021 individuals who were more likely to believe in conspiracy theories and have a conspiracy mindset in 2019 were the least likely to be willing to vaccinate in 2021 okay The survey found that approximately 20% of the panel was prone to accept conspiracy theories in 2019 when the mindset was measured by asking if respondents believed such conspiracy theories as the as did the fluoridation of public water supplies is a plot to dump hazardous waste and that the 9/11 attacks were planned by the US government in 2021 different measure was asked that uh, that asked about more generic form of conspiracy such as whether our lives are controlled by plots hashed in secret places respondents who tended to expect the first set of conspiracy were also likely to accept the latter more generic conspiracy even though they were measured two years apart other factors that predicted a willingness to be vaccinated against covid were concerns about the risk of contracting covid and the willingness to take the flu vaccine both predi- uh, predictors were also negatively associated with the conspiracy thinking two years earlier the research also examined change in the conspiracy mindset from 2019 to 2021 they found that the political conflict that surround, surrounded the pandemic with republicans republicans more resistant to vaccination and democrats more accepting also seemed to increase conspiracy theory acceptance among some of course man specific uh, specifically republicans and those who relied on conservative media such as for such as fox news were more likely to accept conspiracy theories in 2021 than they had been in 2019 the opposite was true for democrats who were more likely to be to use mainstream media and become less willing to endorse conspiracies other differences in tendency to oppose vaccination appear to moderate over the course of the pandemic for example 
Older adults were less likely to believe misinformation about vaccines in 2021 than they had been in 2019. Similar shift occurred for more educated and higher income respondents. The major implication of our finding the author right is that efforts to encourage acceptance of COVID-19 vaccine will hinge not only on providing information about their efficiency and safety from sources audience members find credible but also on improving knowledge of vaccination in general. Uh, one strategy they suggest is to focus on increasing the knowledge level of those who are unsure about whether misinformed claims are, are accurate or not rather than concentrating on dislodging already held misbelief which is more which is a more difficult task they also suggest increasing transparency about the potential harms of vaccines and highlighting statement in support of vaccination from presumed conspiracy promoters such as former president trump okay man okay fine Conspiratorial thinking as a precursor to opposition to COVID-19 vaccination in the U.S., a multi-year study from 2018 to 2021 was published online November 3, 2022 in the the Nature General Scientific Reports. So, I mean, you can check it out. Uh, it's being already published uh, in the Nature Scientific Journal. So, yep, Scientific Reports Journal. Okay, moving on to our next topic. Our sun distance dramatically altered seasons in the equatorial Pacific Sea, Pacific in a 22,000-year cycle. Okay, weather and climate Modelers understand pretty well how seasonal winds and ocean currents affect El Nino patterns in the eastern equatorial Pacific Ocean, impacting weather across the United States and sometimes worldwide. But new computer simulation showed that one driver of annual weather cycles in that region, in particular, a cold tongue of surface waters stretching westward along the equator from the coast of South America, has gone unrecognized the changing distance between Earth and the Sun. The cold tongue in turn influences the El Nino Southern Oscillation Enso, which impacts weather in California, much of North America, and often globally. The Earth-Sun distance slowly varies over the course of the year because Earth orbit is slightly elliptical, uh, currently at its closest approach, perilion Earth is about 3 million miles closer to the Sun than at its farthest point or Apollyon. As a result, sunlight is about 7% more intense at perilion than at Apollyon. Research led uh, by the University of California Berkeley demonstrate that the slight yearly change in our distance from the sun can have a large effect on the annual cycle of the cold tongue. This is distant uh, from the effect of Earth axial tilt on the season which is currently understood to cause the annual cycle of the cold tongue. Because the period of annual cycle arising from the tilt and distance effects are slightly different, their combined efforts vary over time, said lead researcher John Chang, UC Berkeley professor of geography. The curious thing is that the annual cycle from the distance effect slightly longer than uh, that from for tilt around 25 minutes currently, so over a span of about 11,000 years, and the two annual cycles go from being in phase uh, to out of phase, and the net uh, sessionality undergoes a remarkable change as a result, Chiang said. Chiang noted that the distance effect is already incorporated into uh, climate models, though its effects on the equatorial Pacific was not recognized until now, and his findings will not alter weather prediction or climate projection but the 22,000 year phase cycle 
may have had the long term historical effects earth orbital precession is known as Uh, to have affected the timing of the ice ages for example the distance effect and its 20000 year variation also may affect other weather systems on earth then so which uh, also originates in the equatorial pacific is likely affected because its working are closely tied to the seasonal cycle of the cold tongue theory tells us the seasonal cycle of the cold tongue plays a key role in the development and termination of the Enzo's events said Alisa Atwood a former UC Berkeley postdoctoral fellow who is now a, who is now an assistant professor at Florida State University in Tallinn because of this many of the Enzo key characteristics are sin uh, Signed to the seasonal cycle. Signed uh, to the seasonal cycle. For example, Enzo events tend to peak during northern hemisphere winters, she said, and they don't typically persist beyond northern or boreal spring months, which scientists refer to as the spring predictability barrier. Because of this lineage, it is reasonable to accept that the distance effect. effect could also have a major impact on enzo something that should be examined in future studies very little attention has been paid to the cold tongue seasonal cycle because most people think it's old there's nothing interesting there chiang said what this research shows is that it's not solved there's still a mystery there our result also begs the question whether uh, other regions on earth may also have a significant distance affect contribution to their seasonal cycle we learn in science classes as early as grade school that the success are caused by the tilt of the earth axis added co-authored anthony brockley of the reuters uh rutgers university this is certainly true and has been well understood for century although the effect of the earth sun distance has also been recognized our study indicates that this distance effect may be a more important effect on climate than had been recognized previously chang edward and brockley and their colleagues reported the finding today in the journal nature to addition really cycle effect pacific cold tongue the main driver of global weather changes in seasonal change earth equator is tilted relative to its orbit around the sun so the northern and southern hemisphere are illuminated differently when the sun shines directly overhead in the north it's warmer in the uh, in the north and the colder in the south and vice versa these yearly changes have major effects on the pacific equatorial trade winds which blow from southeast to northwest across the south and equatorial Pacific and push surface waters westward causing upwelling of cold water along the equator that creates a tongue of cold surface water that stretches from equator equator across the pacific um, almost one quarter of the circumference of the planet The early hemisphere changes in seasonal temperature alters the strength of the trades and thus causes a, a yearly cycle in the temperature of the cold tongue this in turn has a major influence on enzo which typically peaks during northern hemisphere winter the occurrence of el nino or its opposite la nina helps uh, determines whether california and the west coast will have a wet or dry winter but also whether the midwest and parts of asia will have rain or drought in studying pa- uh, past climates uh, much effort has been dedicated to trying to understand if variability in the tropical pacific ocean that is el nino la nina cycle has changed in the past broccoli said We choose to focus instead on the early cycle of ocean temperatures in the eastern Pacific cold tongue. A study found that the timing of perihelion and that is the point at which the earth is closest to the sun has an important influence on climate in the tropical 
पैसिफिक इन टू थाउजेंड ब्रॉकली को डायरेक्टर ऑफ द रुडगर्स क्लाइमेट इंस्टीट्यूट अलॉन्ग विद हिज देन ग्रेजुएट स्टूडेंट मिकाइल ओब एम्प्लॉयड अ कंप्यूटर क्लाइमेट मॉडल टू शो डेट द डिस्टेंट चेंजेस कॉज बाई अर्थ एलिप्टिकल ऑर्बिट ड्रामेटिकली ऑल्टर्ड द कोल्ड टर्म गियरली साइकिल बट क्लाइमेट मॉडलर्स मोस्ट इग्नोर द रिजल्ट चैंग सेड आर फील्ड इज फोकस ऑन एल नीनो एंड वी थॉट डेट द सीजनल साइकिल वॉज ऑल्ड बट देन वी रिलाइज द रिजल्ट बाई ई आर बी ब्रॉकली चैलेंजेज एजम्शन ई सेड चैंग एंड इज कलीग्स इंक्लूडिंग ब्रॉकली एंड एटवर्ड एक्समाइंड सिमिलर सिमुलेशन यूजिंग फोर different climate models and confirmed the result but the team went further to show how the distance effect works earth marine and continental hemispheres the key distinction uh, in the changes in the sun uh, distance from earth don't affect the northern and southern hemisphere differently which is what gives rise to the seasonal effect due to the earth axial tilt instead they warm the eastern continental hemisphere dominated by the north and south american and african and eurasian land masses more than it warms the western hemisphere what uh, he calls the marine hemisphere because it is dominated by the pacific ocean the traditional way of thinking about monsoon is that the northern hemisphere warms up relative to the southern hemisphere generating winds onto land that brings monsoon rains chiang said but here we we are actually talking about east west north north south temperature differences that cause the winds the distance effect is operating through the same mechanism as the seasonal monsoon rains but the wind changes are coming from its eastwards monsoon the winds generated by this differential heating of the marine and continental hemispheres alter the early variation of the easterly trades in the western equatorial pacific and thereby the cold tongue when earth is closest to the sun these winds are strong in the off season where the sun is at its furthest these winds become weak chiang said those wind changes are then propagated to the eastern pacific through the thermos line and basically drives an annual cycle of the cold tongue as a result today chang said the distance effect on the cold tongue is about one third of the strength of the tilt effect and they enhance one another leading to a strong annual cycle of the cold tongue about 6000 years ago they cancelled one another yielding a muted annual cycle of the cold tongue in the past when earth orbit was more elliptical the distance effort on the cold tongue would have been larger and could have led to more complete cancellation when out of phase though chiang and his colleague didn't uh, did not examine the effects of such a cancellation this would potentially have had a worldwide effect on weather patterns chang emphasized that the distance effect on climate while cleared in climate model simulation would not be evident from observation because it cannot be readily distinguished from the tilt effect the study is purely model based so it is a prediction he said but this behavior is reproduced by a number of different models at least four and what we did in this study is to explain why this happens and in the process we have discovered another annual cycle of the cold tongue drives driven by earth eccentricity atwood noted that unlike the robust changes to the cold tongue seasonal cycle changes to enzo tend to the tend to be model dependent while enzo remains a challenge for climate models we can look beyond climate model simulation to the paleoclimate record to investigate the connection between changes in the annual cycle of the cold tongue and enzo in the past she said to date uh, paleoclimate records from the tropical pacific have largely been interrupted in terms of the past changes in enzo but our study underscores that need to separate changes in the cold tongue annual cycle from the changes in enzo chiang colleagues in addition to broccoli and it would are 
डैनियल विमोंट ऑफ द यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ विंसकिनसन इन मेडिसन फॉर्मर यू सी बर्ड के लिए अंडर ग्रेजुएट पॉल निक निश नाउ ग्रेजुएट स्टूडेंट एट द मैस्टिट्यूट्स इंस्टीट्यूट ऑफ टेक्नोलॉजी विलियम रॉबर्ट्स ऑफ नॉर्थम ब्रिया यूनिवर्सिटी इन न्यू कैसल अपॉन टाइन इन द यूनाइटेड किंगडम एंड क्ले टेबर्ड ऑफ द यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ कनेक्टिकट इंस्टोर्स चियांग कंडक्टेड पार्ट ऑफ द रिसर्च वायलेंसैप्टिकल एट द रिसर्च इंस्टीट्यूट फॉर एनवायरमेंटल चेंजेस ऑफ द अकेडेमिया सीनिका इन ताइपाई ताइवान ओके ओके I mean, these Asian people. <laughs> okay, fine, great. Moving on to our next topic: electrons zip along quantum highways in new material. Okay, let's see. Researcher at the University of Chicago, Pittsburgh School of Molecular Engineering (PME) have discovered a new material, MnBi6 T10, which can be used to create quantum highways along. which electrons can move these electrons uh, through fields are potentially useful in connecting the internal component of powerful energy efficient quantum computers when electron move through traditional met- metal wires they uh, loss a small amount of energy as heat and some of their intrinsic properties change therefore these wires cannot be used uh, to connect parts of quantum computers that encode car data in the quantum properties of electrons in the new work published in the journal nano letters researcher detailed how mnbi6 t10 acts as as a magnetic topological insulator shuttling electron around its peri- perimeter while maintaining the electron energy and quantum properties We have discovered a material that has the potential to open the quantum highway for electron to flow with no dissipation," said Assistant Professor Shang Lang, uh, who led the research. This is an important milestone toward the engineering of topological quantum computers, quantum connections. Quantum computers store data in qubits. a basic unit of information that exhibit quantum property including superposition at the time time uh, researcher developed uh, researcher worked to develop devices that connect such qubits sometimes in the form of single electrons they also need new material that can transmit the information stored in these qubits theoretical physicist physicist have proposed that electrons could be transmitted between topological qubits by forcing the electron to flow in a one dimensional conduction channel on the edge of a material previous attempt to uh, to do this required extremely low temperature are not feasible for most applications the reason w- uh, we decided to look into the uh, this particular material is that we thought it would work at a much more realistic temperature said yang yang group began studying a- mnbi6 t10 using magnets to introduce magnetization to the semiconductor formed by bismuth and tellurium while electrons flow randomly throughout the interior of most semiconductor the magnetic field in mnbi 6 t10 forces all electrons into a single foil line on the outside of the material the pme researcher obtained mnbi 6 t10 that had been fabricated by collaborators at the 2d crystal consortium in the pennsylvania state university led by jung uh, Quang Mao then the team used a combination of two approaches angle resolved photo emission spectroscopy and transmission ele- electron microscopy tem uh, to study exactly how the electrons within mnbi6 t10 behaved and how the movement of the elect- electrons varied with magnetic states the tem experiments were performed in collaboration with the pennsylvania state university lab of nasim alam desired defects when they are probing the properties of mnbi6 t10 one thing stumped 
the research team at first some pieces uh, some pieces of the material seemed to work well as magnetic uh, topological insulator while other pieces didn't some of them had the desired electronic properties and other didn't and the interesting thing uh, was that it was a uh, very hard to tell the difference in uh, in their structures said yang we saw the same thing when we did the structural measurements such as x rays uh diffraction so it was a bit of a mystery through their time experiments however they revealed uh, that all the pieces of mnbi6 t10 that worked had something in common defects in the form of missing manganese scattered throughout the material further experiments showed that indeed these defects were required to drive the magnetic states and enable electrons to flow a very high uh, value of this work is for the first time we have figured out how to tune these defects to enable quantum properties said yang the researchers are now pursuing new method of growing mnbi6 t10 crystals in the lab as well as probing what happens with ultra thin two dimension versions of the material moving on to our next topic Fly smell the motion of orders and use it to navigate study finds. The survival of all animals and insects from wolves to bees depends upon their ability to find the source of orders, which is a challenge when wind disperses and obscures the source. Past research has shown that animals and insects navigate their way uh, to these targets by sensing the intensity of orders and tracking back in the opposite direction of the wind however flowing wind alone can lead uh, them astray uh, from the same reason that smoke emanating from a chimney disperses and its trail does not always lead directly back to its source a team of yale you know, uh, scientists led by theory imnot and damon clark wondered whether flies had a different track between the two antenna could they detect the motion of order packets independent of uh, of the wind for a new study the imnot and clark last combined their expertise uh, in all factory navigation and motion detection to design experiment to test their this hypothesis they discovered that in fact flies can sense the direction of moving order packets themselves not just the wind to make this discovery they genetically modified fly antenna to detect light then created fictive order packets all out of light and watched how the flies responded to these signals in both windless and windy environments they found that the fly antenna worked in tandem to recognize the direction that order packets were moving allowing flies to ad- adjust a course based on signals from order packets alone the paper was published number 9 in the journal nature Their, this knowledge will not uh, only aid agriculture how bees find flowers and public health how mosquitoes find people but also the development of robots that can sense dangers in the environment where landmines are buried the researchers say The project was ma- uh, was made possible by shared lab space in the Qbio Institute where Nirang Kadakai a postdoctoral fellow in the Mnot lab combined two separate experiment system to visualize how flies navigate developed by Mamud Demir in the Mnot lab and a projector system to deliver optical stimuli to flies developed by Brain Deanglius in the Clark lab Moving on to our next topic. Physicists show how tight diet could produce single charity carbon nanotubes. Okay. Like a giraffe stretching for leaves on a tall tree making carbon nanotubes reach for food as they grow may lead to a long sought breakthrough. Material theorist Boris Jakob uh, Jakobson and Kinsinia birds at Rice University George R Brown School of Engineering show how putting 
constrained on growing nanotubes could facilitate a holy grail of growing batches with a single desert charity the paper in science advanced describes a strategy by which constraining the carbon feedstock in a furnace would help control the kite growth of nanotubes in this method the nanotube begins to form at the metal catalyst on a substrate but leaves the catalyst as it grows resembling a kite on a string carbon nanotube walls are basically graphene its hexagonal layers of atoms rolled into a tube charity refers to how the hexagons are angled within the lattice between 0 and 30 degrees that determines whether the nanotubes are metallic or semiconductors the ability to grow long nanotubes in a single charity could for instance enable the manufacture of highly conductive nanotube fibers or semiconductor channel of transistors Normally nanotubes grow in random fashion with single and multiple walls and various charities that's fine for some application but many need purified batches that require uh, centrifugation and or other costly strategies to separate the nanotubes the researcher suggest, uh, suggested hot carbon feedstock gas feed gas fed through moving nozzles uh, could effectively uh, led nanotubes to grow f- uh, for as long as the catalyst remains active because tubes with different charity grow at different speeds they could then be separated by length and slowed growing uh, types could be completely eliminated one additional step that involves etching away some of the nanotubes could then allow specific charity to be harvested they determined The labs worked to define the mechanism of nanotube growth led them to think about whether the speed of growth as a function of individual tubes charity could be useful the angle of kinks in the growing nanotubes edges determines how energetically amenable they are to adding new carbon atoms the catalyst particles are moving as the nanotube tubes grow and that's principally important said lead author bets our research in the yokomson group if your feast of keeps moving away you get a moving window where uh, you are feeding uh, your feeding some tubes and not the others the paper reference to lambda giraffes a 19th century theory of how they evolved such long necks isn't entirely out of the left field but said it's work as a metaphor because you move your leaves away and the tubes that can reach it continue, uh, continue growing fast and those that cannot just die out she said eventually all the nanotubes that are just a tiny bit slow will die speed is only a part of the strategy in fact the suggestion nanotube that are a little slower sh- uh, should be the target to assure a harvest of single charities because nanotube of different charity grow at their own rates a batch would likely exhibit tires chemically etching the longest nanotubes would degrade them preserving the next level of uh, tubes storing the feedstock could then allow the uh, second tire nanotubes to continue growing until they are already to be culled bed said there are three or four laboratory studies that show nanotube growth can be reversed and we also know it can be restarted after etching she said so all the parts of our idea already exist even if some of uh, them are tricky close to equilibrium you will have to some proportionality uh, between growth and etching speed of the same tubes if it's all nice and clean then uh, you can absolutely precisely pick the tubes you target the yakobs uh, the yakobson lab wo- uh, want make them as it focus on theory not experimentation but other labs have turned past rice theories into products like bottom bucky balls 
I am pretty sure where every single one of the reviewers were experimentalist and they didn't see any contradictions to it working but said they are only compliant of course was that they would like experimental result right now but that's not what we do she hopes more than a few labs will pick up the uh, challenge in terms of science it usually more beneficial to give uh, ideas to the crowd but said uh, that way those who have interest uh, can do it in 100 different variation and see which one works one guy trying it might take 100 years you come so needed we don't want uh, to be that guy we don't have that much time okay okay so i mean it's being a challenge for researchers on the or these physicists uh, uh, have challenge uh, on this thing of course giving you the study and the uh, findings according uh, to their research so i mean great man moving on to our next topic exploring the potential of the sea like para robot in an uh, elderly care setting okay in recent years more robot uh, robot robot tests and psychologists have been accessing the value of social robots as a com- as a companions and assistants for older adults although some findings suggest that they could be useful so far they have only been implemented in a few elderly care settings martin chevlor a research at ecole des hutes etudes and science uh, social in, pa- uh, in paris has recently carried out a study directly exploring the potential of paro a seal shaped robot designed to alleviate symptoms of dementia in an elderly care home in france his paper published in sage social study of science suggests that while social robots uh, could have interesting application ge- uh, geriatric care human caretakers still play a key role in helping older adults to uh, to get acquainted with these robots my paper is based on the anthropography of a two week trial of the best seller care robot paro in a french public care home near paris chevlor told uh, medical express I was very lucky to uh, successfully conduct this research just uh, before the lockdown in March 2020 and thus apprehend the social material thickness of the daily use of paro by older adults and their caregivers. In one of the previous research studies conducted between February and April 2019, Chevlor explored the potential use of social reward as customer assistance in a luxury department store interestingly he found that as they interacted with the robot customers greatly benefited from the additional support of third party human actors such as shop assistants or hostesses these third actors a few people employed by the store and especially a hostess often compensated for the failure of the voice recognition system in various ways even if they struggled to debug the system when the robot was voiceless or when its arm was frozen chevlor said they also seemed to make the robot more appealing as they invited passersby to come closer to the robot and engage with it inspired by uh, by his previous findings chevlor set out to investigate the value of caregivers as mediators of the interaction between older adults and robots while many social robots are designed to be used without a human mediator present he wished to explore the hypothesis uh, that these human agents play a crucial role in some settings i spent two weeks in the care home dementia ward before the trial even started to get a 
to know the residents and their caregivers chatting with them observing encounters meals etc and more broadly the spacious tra- uh, temporal routines of the unit traveler explained i then observed and video recorded interaction between pedo the resist, uh, the residents and one or several caregivers from my very first observation i was struck by the effort deployed by caregivers to overcome the residents passivity during his experiment chevler observed that placing the pair robot in front of or on the lab or the elderly home residents was often not enough to prompt them to interact with it moreover the robot elicited a wide range of reaction from the older adults participating in the study ranging from curiosity to distress the pad or robot integrates a state of the art algorithm that allows it to interact with user in various ways it also designed to be appealing cute and user friendly despite these advantageous advantageous features chevler found that without support from caregivers the interaction between the care home residents and the robot didn't not some did not run smoothly i noticed that caregivers had to provide an interactional support consisting in a verbal and or tactile guidance to foster sustain and co-construct the meaning of the encounter between paro and its final user chevler explained these observations suggest that the mainstream biomedical approach of paro of physiosocial benefits neglects the crucial role of caregivers in more than dualistic human robot interactions specifically this approach overestimates the robot autonomy it only reacts to environmental stimuli then it doesn't uh, really engage with the resident and doing so it maintains the illusion of care or social rewards decreasing the workload of human workers interestingly chevler observed that even uh, the less educated and low ranking caregivers in the home he visited uh, could provide subtle but rich dynamic and personalized guidance during interaction between their residents and paro this guidance included both repetitive and situation specific behaviors which were aligned with the initial reaction of each older adult such as a lack of attention or interest as well as different fear that is fear of being bitten of touching the robot etc in a few situation of fine knowledge of resident bio uh, biography and taste provide uh, proved decisive in finding the right tone and turn the robot into an appealing interactional partner chevler said a somehow natural implication of my finding is to take this interactional framing folk seriously and stop believing that care robots can compensate for the lack of human care takers or can autonomously provide good quality and cheaper care of the contrarily and effective use of such devices rest on the viability of human creators and their willingness to use them which are far from being self evident uh, in a con text of chronic overwork overall chevrel observation highlight the crucial role that human caregivers play in safely and successfully introducing social robots in elderly care settings the future is recent work could inspire healthcare and elder and elderly care professionals to devise more effect, uh, effective strategies to share social robots with their patients which also entail the presence of a human mediator after completion of my phd thesis i plan to conduct a post doctoral study in japan which would be a cross uh, national study of the development and implementation of care robots in both japan and france chevler added comparative works 
in this area are almost inexistent and i would like to relate similarity and differences in the diffusion of care robots in france japan to common or distinct imaginaries of a robot revolution public policy relative to research and funding and the management of projects in situ or uh, in hospital and geriatric facilities by local actors and frontline caretakers <sighs> okay i mean i guess it's the end of the uh, it's the end of this podcast and it's the last article of this podcast so yep at last i just want to say you guys keep researching stay curious stay healthy